0: Why'd it have to be snakes? <laughs> Welcome to Crush Fictionally. It's Michelle Ferre and Kimberly Trong. We LL. are here, and today we're talking adventures, our favorite fictional adventures. Um, what, as far as adventure, what does that mean to you guys as far as like an adventure?
1: Adventure. I think adventure has to have an element of spontaneity, right? Spon- mm. spontaneity. I thought you were going to say danger, and I was got really excited, but that's okay.
0: <laughs> danger spontaneity. might be a
1: part of that, but it has to be like kind of, I feel like you didn't expect it, right? Like mm-hmm. there's got to be an element of the unexpected, I
0: think. Unexpected is good. I think trying something for the first time I think of that as an adventure. Oh, of course. Which I'm in the middle of trying tennis for the first time. So that's my adventure. Proud of you. It's very a little bit humbling, I will say. Um, but then I read this interesting article that was about when trying anything for the first time, you have to make peace with being comfortable with being uncomfortable. And then Ooh, I felt really, like, inspired <laughs> to go back to this tennis clinic that I've been going to and being very... <laughs> Uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> Wait, hold on. I think I know the backstory here as to why you were uncomfortable. Uh you were unco- you were uncomfortable, right, Michelle? Because you started tennis and then you were like, Oh, I think I'm gonna go to this thing, but you have been doing private tennis lessons. Yeah, I've right? been
0: doing I've been doing tennis lessons one on one with a really great instructor. He's fantastic. And um I was feeling real. I was feeling myself, you guys. I was yeah, feeling girl. so good. You're just about- whacking those balls. Like, yeah, I was like Serena, look out! <laughs> and then um, <laughs> my instructor was like, "You should show up to this. It's like a cardio tennis. It's really like a clinic." He's like, "Drop in and do it." And I showed up, and it was painfully apparent that most of the people in this clinic in the stropping <laughs> clinic have been playing tennis more For than a long few months time. That i've been
1: playing tennis <laughs> yeah
0: so um i was like this is very humbling um is the exact phrase that i use when i left and told my, <laughs> my instructors that how did you feel and i said it was very very humbling um and i think that I don't know, for me like I'm fairly competitive so I by so I wanted to do well. Not that I was trying to like beat anybody, but I was very focused on being really good for myself and knowing <laughs> that I did well and then to see that I was not at the level of some of these other players who have been playing for years or their like whole lives. Yeah, it was very humbling. But it's an adventure so I just have to get comfortable with it and keep doing it. Venturing into uh, uh, discomfort, I love yeah. that. Adventuring um, into the unknown, I oh, girl.
1: I actually, speaking of adventurous, is not really adventure. But my friend was like, uh, she's into bouldering, and she was like, "Hey, I have a free guest pass. Would you want to go indoor rock climbing with me?" And I was mm. like, "Yeah." So like, I'm picturing you know the whole like harness deal, and like they teach me a lesson, and you know I climb this like basic indoor rock climbing path or whatever. And I arrive and she's like, oh, so I'm into bouldering. And I was like, oh, oh, because like bouldering, there's no harness. Know that, yeah. There's oh. no harness,
0: right? It's those freak shows <laughs> that you see at the <laughs> national parks. I who, saw that movie. It's on Disney plus it's the uh, free wall or whatever it is. That was oh, called. Oh, where he what? like, he's you know I'm crazy. <laughs> yes. It's nuts. Right. And there's no safety. Ugh."
1: No. It's all danger.
0: It's all danger. <laughs> and Forget snakes. It's all danger. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I knew there was gonna be snakes. Oh wait, no, it had to be snakes. I'm screwing up this phrase. <laughs> um <laughs> And so she's she's like, go bouldering with me. And uh, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be the loser, the one loser. I show up, right? And everybody else is bouldering. And I'm like, I can't be the one loser here <laughs> doing like, no, indoor I'm not gonna rock do it. climbing with a harness like some safety nerd. Uh, so I started to – I did the bouldering lesson and I did like the really basic ones. Yo, bouldering's hard uh, is what I've learned. But you know what, though? Going to that. Actually influenced me, and I'm going to get a monthly membership now. Good for you.
0: Good for you. Yeah. I love that. I love that. We'll trade great for you. Tennis and bouldering stories. First time. Hearing Ryan. About bouldering. What is it? <clears throat> what is
1: adventure for you? Because clearly Michelle and I have no lives, and tennis and bouldering is like the, m- the most, most adventurous, adventurous thing no, we've done. Uh, we're doing.
2: Right I'm now. honestly I'm listening to this and I'm like, you know, you guys are are nailing adventure. <laughs> it's <laughs> I, I think it involves uh, all those things you're talking about, taking a risk. Doing something uh, different, maybe uh, uh, something that you didn't expect to be doing, mm-hmm. um, and or being assigned something that you haven't uh, expected to be doing. If there's a difference there, um, but yeah, I think it's really moving out of your normal day to day life and doing something outside of your wheelhouse. It could yeah. be, you know, even if it's something maybe you consider it smaller if it's tennis or maybe you're going to like Hunt down a, a mummy body. Like, it doesn't matter. It's outside <laughs> You're of your.
1: definitely <laughs> very different, Ryan. Well, Let no, me just I say.
2: don't know. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> like, By the way, the way you said something about your tennis instructor, I wanted to be like, hey, are you. Is there something going on with your tennis oh, oh, instructor? Oh, I
1: wrote down that too, Ryan. No. Did you
2: pick up I on did. that? I was like, you said tennis instructor with a certain. Uh, like a.
0: My tennis instructor. Know. Yeah, he, oh. it was like, I, I
2: pictured like a well, long, long.
0: Oh no, <laughs> he's married and has kids, but all the guys oh. who teach tennis don't are really that, nice.
2: Don't let that stop you. <laughs>
0: no. Now that's an adventure. Please don't listen to <laughs> yeah. this, Ray. Don't listen to this episode.
2: Ray, Ray open Ray. up your mind. Yeah, I'm
0: so sorry, I've met his wife. She's lovely. <laughs> all no,
2: right, really okay. Nice. Yeah, okay. You know, she, maybe she's the one to go after. I don't whoa, know. Now hey, that whoa, now that's an that. adventure. This is a you different have
0: kind to, of podcast.
2: You got to heighten the adventure each time.
1: <laughs> wow. Now we know what Ryan's version of adventure is. It's when you have I, to marry people.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's my, that's my adventure.
0: <laughs> good to yeah, know. Good I to know. Like, whenever you're trying something new, you want to be with people who are very, uh, for me, I for me, I want to be around people who are like really positive and like funny and make you feel good about even if you're terrible at something, you know, that are like really encouraging. Absolutely. So I feel like getting into tennis and also pickleball, I feel like.
2: Pickleball? You have to explain to the
0: people what pickleball is because I don't know. Yeah. I didn't know what that was when you told me. Uh, pickle, yeah, pickleball is like if tennis and ping pong and maybe like badminton had a baby. So I oh, wow. called it it's, pickle. And called it pickleball. (laughs) So it's a smaller court. I had two friends recommend pickleball to me who don't know each other. So I think it's really interesting. And they're like, why are not you playing this? You would love it. And I do. So it's a smaller court than a tennis court. And it's a paddle, not a racket. And it's a wiffle ball, not a tennis ball. And so the, if you watch any of the YouTube videos, it's, it's a, slightly different tactic it's usually doubles um and the goal is to get some like to pretty much get pretty close to the net and kind of like smack it down so it it looks kind of funny when you see some of the people playing but it's it's a fast-paced game and it's really i fun. feel
2: like i've seen this you probably or, or maybe i don't know where on instagram or something where people are playing this game and i'm like i don't know what this is but yeah. it looks fun and it looks like they're actually very talented <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and skilled and it's something that i would have a lot of trouble with um <laughs> the way they're playing but yeah is that pickleball maybe that's pickleball maybe that's that that pickleball witnessing.
0: that you're that you are witnessing. I mean, I got schooled by this older couple a couple weekends ago. The guy needs like shoulder surgery. And I was like, oh, I Listen, can beat the Listen, You these need guys. to
2: stop talking about your tennis coach. <laughs> this is he, he and his wife are not available. Stop talking about them.
1: Him and his wife. And now it's he him. And he and his, and his wife.
2: wife. <laughs> and oh his my wife. god. You know, I I have a I, I didn't think of this until right now, but for the past eight or nine years, I'm part of a group. We call ourselves sort of internally an adventurers club. Oh, and, oh. and every Hello. year, I know, I don't know why I didn't Come pick on, up Ryan. on this. Yeah, I gotta yeah. snap to it. You need um,
1: some uh, echinacea or, or something I, the, for the old brain.
2: Like, literally, maybe a cup it's of a coffee echinacea. or something. A vitamin A. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty sure echinacea doesn't do Come shit on. for your brain. So here I am.
0: Yeah, is it echinacea? I No, know if it's if the sick. other one. It's uh, ginkgo biloba. Ginkgo biloba. Like yeah. they're, they're all like,
2: one. They're all on on radio when you're listening, and they're like they <laughs> promise you that you'll be smarter. I've never tried them and. And it's clear, um, <laughs> but but no, we 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 do a club and there's six of us and one person every year chooses a place and the rules are you we choose a location none of us have ever been to <gasps> and a, and something we have never done <gasps> love it so we've only done six or seven of them but it's really fun like what one year we went none of us had been to Vancouver and we went to Vancouver great and city. we all we all beautiful city and we all yeah. ran a half marathon cuz we had never done wow. that wow and then the next year we go to north carolina and go mountain biking through the hills of of uh north carolina and then next year we went to the florida keys and flew in a wow. single prop airplane Ooh. out to like an old abandoned air force island and like weird weird stuff like that but now that i'm thinking about it I may be the king of adventurers among us. You, you are. might be
0: the king <laughs> of adventure. Um, yeah. Uh,
2: Speaking adventure of king,
1: king of adventure, <laughs> Michelle, do you want to introduce our lovely
0: guest? Of because course uh, I the do. listeners are like, "Who is this? Who person? is this? lovely yeah. voice. We didn't read the description. Yeah. <laughs> Who is this king? Who is this king of adventure we're hearing from?" Well, you guys, <laughs> he is a groundling. He's an actor. Um, welcome, <laughs> Ryan Gall. It's
2: really it's it's wonderful to be here. And it's been a long time coming. We've been trying to make this work for a long time. And by we, I mean you guys, and by me, I mean I've been
1: you've been rude as hell.
2: Yeah, I've been (laughs) rude as hell, and I admit it. I but you know what? You guys are are persistent, and I was like, I love Matt Catanzano who introduced us. And finally I'm back in LA. And it's happening, and I couldn't be happier.
1: Oh, we are so excited to have you! I mean, folks, this guy—he's done it all, man. Like he is on the last OG. Which, if you are not watching, what the Ugh. hell is wrong what with you? What because are you that doing show with your is like—if you're Chef's not pits. watching
0: the last OG—I <laughs>
1: mean, come on, the hell on! Uh, you may know him from Bajillion Dollar Properties, Superstore, oh. <laughs> House Supplies. Yes, I went down the rabbit hole, baby. I pulled out Bajillion Dollar it.
2: Properties. <laughs> it's my favorite one ever. I mean, my come on now.
1: Up. So we are gushing to have you, Ryan Gull here uh, on our I, call wow i made that rhyme and i wasn't even trying
2: ryan gall on the call <laughs> and
0: <laughs> most importantly you're fictionally married to tiffany haddish
2: that's true
0: Ooh, and wee. we love tiffany haddish Tea head, he had tell us yeah. she's wonderful and lovely and the best she's- person you've ever met
2: She's wonderful. Love wonderful. It. The first time I, I met her for the last OG, we got in a van together to ride to the upfronts and I was very nervous. Uh and I got in there and I go, Hey, I'm uh, I'm Ryan. I I I'm gonna play your husband, I guess. <laughs> and, That's hilarious. And, and she turned around and she goes, Are you kidding me? <laughs> she was like, We did a pilot together four <gasps> years ago. Oh my- right and,
1: and i was like
2: what no we didn't and she was like and she named it now in my defense it <laughs> was a like it was a pilot but it was like a you know i'm putting up air, air quotes. quotes it was a pilot it mm-hmm. really yeah. wasn't a pilot and it was something where it was a cast of like 15 40 people, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and we were there for one night and <laughs> i i you know <laughs> but i was like oh my god i'm gonna, and she was totally joking and we ended up like beca- we've become very close, and she's it, it, she's as wonderful as you can imagine.
1: Oh, oh I yeah. love that because we I just feel that things. energy off of her. Yeah. Some people you just have they, a good feeling about. You know,
2: you know, you you meet some people, and you're like, Are you this way all the time? Are you this way like on screen? And she, what she does on screen, and she's actually, I think, a wonderful actress. Mm-hmm. She is as. Crazy and unfiltered, uh, you know, off camera uh, and full of oh. love off camera as she is on. So, I love you know, that. I <laughs> still stay in touch with her and I I tell her I love her like probably three times a month.
1: You know what? That sounds great. I, you know, I'd love to be on a text string with Tiffany had yeah. Yeah. telling her that I love her three times a month. That we, entire we, cast, though, like the
0: last OG, oh, holy shit, fire! I mean, they're all just fire. straight fire.
2: Well, yeah, they 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 were pretty intimidating. At first, <laughs> I mean,
1: like, I bet. Like, I'm sorry. Like, how do you even stand opposite Tracy Morgan? Like, and not, and like, I don't know. I would. think I don't
2: know. I don't. I don't. Know. Know. I, I, don't, I, don't know. I don't know. I. I've like, and he. He's such a wonderful guy, too. He's yeah, such a. So he good has such, He has such a, a wonderful heart, and like, he's <sighs> he's nuts, but he's nuts in like a great way. So I it's really, it. it's really wonderful. That that show has been a great experience but and and the new season comes out october 26th and i think people are really gonna like it if you guys are fans of the last three seasons i think this is the 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 best season if not equal with season one (gasps) yeah i I loved all
0: the seasons so i can't wait i can't wait for the next season
2: Mm -hmm. i appreciate that i think you will
0: and I will say that Tiffany Haddish's autobiography is amazing. For anybody who likes autobiographies, her autobiography, I did the audiobook, it made me laugh out loud. There were times it actually made me gill teary-eyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had no idea how she grew up, and it is just one of the best
2: Oh. Okay. Guys, we're in the middle of a nuclear war. <laughs>
0: so yeah, someone's been kidnapped. Um <laughs> check
1: your phone. <laughs> Wow. Do do you want to just rewind, Michelle, and just close out that thought
0: about, or redo the thought about the Before it was silver silver alert, silver in danger. Oh, no. Should I call my mom? Make sure she's okay? Sometimes I do that when I get that alert. I call her and I was like, are you okay, mom? (laughs) Yeah. Let me just start that. I will say Tiffany Haddish's autobiography is just amazing. It's so fantastic. It's funny, making me laugh out loud. There were times it got me a little bit teary-eyed. I had no idea how she grew up. And I highly recommend it to anybody to give it a listen. Because if you've seen any of her comedy, you've seen her act, and she's hysterical. Her book is fantastic. So is Tracy Morgan's as well.
2: Mm. Yeah, hers is really good. No, I feel humbled to be around either of them at all times.
0: I mean, I'm
1: sure you're great to work with too, Ryan, you know, don't know. Trust me. I better be
2: great to work with when I'm working with them because it would not take much to replace me <laughs> <laughs> as opposed no. to them. No, I, I, am so happy with that show. And it's always such a blessing. So I've just like, not to sound cliche, but it, it was really nice to work with both of them. Oh,
1: I'm so it. excited guys. I know. You guys are the the audience. They're like, guys, who are your adventure crushes this week? We need to get into it, folks. Let's go ahead and start this show. welcome back to crush fictionally we have the amazing brian gall with us we are talking adventure and one of the things we wanted to do before we get into our crushes real quick is uh give some advice give some advice for someone who might be going on an adventure Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: i mean i think i'm right out the gate i'm gonna say this and this is coming from a 35 year old woman
0: who is just concerned about your health Oh. but bring water. That's it. Yours, <laughs> yours
2: is bring water. <laughs> bring water. Let me follow
0: that up with some really sound advice. Sunscreen, sunscreen, and water. And mine legitimately was going to be. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> <laughs> I truly think that. And going and in going into new adventures <clears throat> uh, and trying stuff for the first time, I'm always like, "What's the worst that could happen?" And then I follow that up in my mind with, "Will I the see worst these case people scenario. again?" Oh yeah. What are the chances I'm going to see like if it totally does not work out? Am I going to see these people again? Never. And and if if I don't, that's okay. And if I do, that's okay. And it doesn't work out, that's okay too.
2: I mean, the worst that can happen is you can die. I (laughs) assume that's like
1: worst case scenario. That's
2: that's the worst, (laughs) is you die. Mm -hmm. So uh, and on some adventures I've been on, I'm like I I don't know, but I might. I've like, ever thought
0: that? that. Have you had,
1: have, yeah, has the thought king of I, adventures? I've, yeah. Oh,
2: I've, I've absolutely been on, uh, a, you know, I've been in Moab, Utah on a whitewater rafting trip <gasps> oh. and thought, like, oh, this is This, the might, end. this could be it. And, <laughs> and the guy was like, if you get sucked underwater, here is what you do. <laughs> oh and my I was God. like, what? <laughs> Hold on. This was 40 bucks. I didn't like. <laughs>
0: it, I don't need that kind of instruction for forty dollars.
2: Yeah, if you're gonna expect me to understand rules to not die for forty, but like <laughs> that's two tickets to go see a movie.
1: I like how you're factoring in the cost of the whitewater.
2: A hundred percent, because it it relates to like you, you know if you're going skydiving or something, it's often you know hundreds of dollars. Right. And that's true. I was like, I'm going on a, a whitewater rafting trip where they're like. Guess what guys, you lucked out, it's level five Rapids. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know what that means. What's the scale? How do we like? How many? How high out of does it five? Go? Yeah, you're like, is that five or 50? And he <laughs> and he was absolutely like, it's out of five, and it was it's bad. Out
1: of five, five being deathly. Yeah, um, that
0: deadly, deathly, both <laughs>
2: deathly or deadly. So both. Are they just?
0: They're really under. They really are they undercutting themselves with that forty dollars? I was that's gonna say that's nasty. not right? I, th-
2: I think they are. I think they definitely are because it's a great point. I I would have paid if at, at that point you go on a trip and they're like, "Hey, you want to go whitewater rafting?" I'm like, "Great, how much?" If they had said like it's 160 bucks, I would have been like, "Okay, that that sucks a little bit, but I'll pay 160 bucks." <laughs> 40 bucks, I was like, "Wait, what are we going down like? A, were we doing circles in a puddle? <laughs> what are, like what are we actually doing?"
1: No, but it was the opposite. No. It's it was because you're going to die.
2: It was terrifying. That the sounds ga- terrifying. Yeah. And it 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 did like nobody fell overboard, but it, for anybody out there that's ridden in class, you know, three, four, or five rapids, it's it's almost like a. It feels like it's. The same as describing earthquakes, where a three is like, oh, that's
1: oh, pretty crappy. Oh, yeah. like and it's-
2: then a, yeah, and a four is like, okay, I don't want that to happen again. <laughs> yeah. And a five is like, I oh, need shit. to talk to my mother <laughs> yes. immediately. Things are I going need to cry. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, oh. yeah, the five was pretty scary. I was like, I I've, I've, was sweating and it was wet all over me anyway. So, that's a bad sign.
0: Uh, so so, advice so never, is, you would never do it again.
2: <laughs> don't so. Oh like, yeah, yeah, rack. yeah. My advice is don't go adventuring. No, my <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm
0: my, my
2: water. Ride. Truly, my advice, my advice, and it's a, been a long time coming. Uh, my advice is to always try to, if you go on a trip, always try to pick one thing you've never done before.
0: I love never that. done before. I love that. I really something. love that. Even yeah. if
2: it's even if it's going to a, a museum that you're like, I don't really want to go. A go, <laughs>
1: and then you, walk you don't out know knowing more about reptiles yeah, exactly. than you ever imagined. <laughs> exactly. um, the local, yeah. <laughs> the local I tribe. I love that.
0: It's great. It's Do great. something,
2: something that you haven't done before. I love this advice. Yeah, this is all great advice. And um, listen,
0: yeah, li- and listen to the experts.
1: That's a good one. So, guys, let's get into our adventure crushes. We're just going to do a real quick round robin and just uh, say who our crushes are, and then we'll get into it. So, Love it. Ryan, you are obviously our guest of honor. <laughs> who is your adventure crush this week? The character
2: who is my adventure crush. Uh, crush is Indiana Jones.
1: Yes. And
2: uh, played by the wonderful, talented Harrison Ford, who I've been obsessed with since I was a kid. Um, uh, You know, Han Solo, to me, is also like one of the best adventurers. But there is something about Indiana Jones as a kid that just made me fall in love with him and it was oh. it was partially the story but it was partially like he had no he had no special powers he had nothing yeah, right all he had just
0: his wit yeah
2: he had his he didn't and well, wit to, and
1: like you know his know-how his know-how yeah
2: mm-hmm. and his his uh he was actually you know we talk about like he was more of a nerd than people give him credit for. Yeah. Because, uh, and we were talking about that earlier, but I think his intelligence is really his, his biggest like weapon on his adventures. Yeah. And that's what gives him the, the, all these little, uh, tricks when he's in certain situations he's not going off of just like trying to hurt people he's avoiding situations by using <laughs> all this knowledge archaeological
1: archaeological archae, archaeological archaeological know how to pronounce
2: yeah <laughs> archaeological <laughs> <Or one> knowledge <laughs> is what was some it was something so new to me at that time where I was like oh holy moly like he's He's in a different land, but because he teaches Mm
0: -hmm, uh, mm -hmm.
2: archaeology at a a school somewhere in the United States, he knows what to do in this certain situation. I loved that and that he had like sort of a boring brown outfit that looked like (laughs) an everyman.
1: Yo, I love that (laughs) outfit. Yeah.
2: Are you kidding me? I I mean, I'm. I'm. (laughs) I'm supposedly straight, but when I was a kid, I was like, <laughs> I I looked at him like, are you my daddy? Like,
1: uh, <laughs> And you meant it in the non, like you meant no. it in a sexual way.
2: Oh, I meant it in complete. I still to this day mean it in a sexual way. Are you my daddy? No. And he didn't use a traditional weapon. He had a whip. Like, yeah. Who the hell uses a whip at Listen. that I mean it was such a great character and he he was there was no like he had such a great voice as that mm-hmm. character to oh, not to yeah. not be overconfident just to kind of be like I don't know why I'm here but yeah. I I've got a bigger thing to deal with and everybody else is a pain in my ass and <laughs> and he did it in such a perfect way and I don't he know did. you know they talked about Tom Selleck was supposed to originally play Indiana wow. Jones.
1: Oh, I didn't love know fun that. facts like
2: yeah. that. Yeah. And, and I think it you know, it probably would have done fine, but it, Harrison yeah. Ford did something with that character that I think was really magical and he brought he brought this sort of understated humblenessness uh, uh yet he was still confident as an adventurer because he knew exactly what you believed that like no, he really cared about these artifacts. He, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he wanted to find this stuff for the right reasons. He wanted to defeat the Nazis. He hated <laughs> when he said he hated snakes, when he said he couldn't stand Nazis or like, uh, you know, you believed it, and yeah. not not in a jokey way. it was right. like oh, you i I loved that about him.
0: It's such a good good. pick. That is such a good pick. I want to come back to that. But real quick, Michelle, who's your pick? Oh, my picks are weird, and I'm just (laughs) going to go for it. I'm going to go for it. Mm, Don't care. I'm doing two characters as my number one. Okay. From the TV show Miracle Workers, Oregon Trail. I love Reverend Ezekiel Brown, played by Daniel Radcliffe. and. (laughs) Benny the Teen, played by Steve Buscemi.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. Um, I picked them
0: both because I think they do really well together. I normally, we normally don't pick a two for one on this show, but I did um, (laughs) because. uh, Sometimes
1: you can't separate them. They're they're a team.
0: They're a a really good team. Um, We can talk more about the fun facts about the, the show overall, but Daniel Radcliffe's character is very religious. He's very moral. He's just a really good guy and he wants to help others. And, He is um, faced with Benny, who is very amoral and just out (laughs) for himself and funny and just has, like, no manners. And they just play really well off each other to the point that this... Show and these characters have made me laugh out loud. I never thought that I would find Daniel Radcliffe so attractive in this role, but if you've seen this season, you know
2: what I'm talking Hashtag about. #Hashtag Tennis Coach.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow,
1: it always comes back <laughs> to that. To Ray, you uh, know what that <laughs> <poor that's, Ray. laughs>
2: that I haven't. I I admittedly have not seen Miracle Workers, and I want I I need to watch it now because you said that. But it, the way you Describe uh, Radcliffe and Busemi. it sounds like
1: they're- it's a good time.
2: It sounds mm-hmm. like who they are also as mm-hmm. humans. <laughs> like oh. like Daniel Radcliffe is sort of this like put together meticulous, like uh, intelligent. Young man, and Buscemi is sort of like unfiltered, uh, (laughs) I'm going to say whatever the hell I want. you're getting what you get.
1: (laughs) I've only seen, uh, I believe, season two of Miracle Workers, where it's the medieval times. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. And
1: that is a freaking hoot. I mean, there are episodes where Steve Buscemi had me crying tears. (laughs) There's this one (laughs) where... (laughs) he marries a goat and I can't remember why. Like I, it, it is like the craziest like storyline. But anyway, he ultimately like they bring him to court over this goat that mm-hmm. he, and he's oh, just like, my God, I don't know what she sees in me. Like
0: it is. <laughs> Steve Buscemi is great through all the seasons so, of Miracle Workers. He's uh, so fantastic. I love him. I love him in general, but uh, him is this character. Benny the teen, every time they say his <laughs> name, I laugh so hard. And I think of that meme of him going, Hey, yeah. kids. Hey, sup, kids? Uh, <laughs> or fellow kids. Hello, fellow
1: kids. Is that what it is? That meme. Yeah.
0: So these two characters in this show just, I love them both. And it just kills me. It's such a great, great show. Also I on mean- TBS. Oregon Trail? Is that not the ultimate uh, adventure? Right? Uh, Americana adventure? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's perfect because you've got this reverend who is trying to get them to or this group of farmers to Oregon and he's not really sure none of them really know how. And so they they fall <laughs> to... They, they, they look to Benny the teen to give them advice on how to do it because um, they think that he has the know-how and he's kind of like a rough and tough character and so they're like (laughs) help us get to Oregon and um kind of partner up with us and he doesn't Benny Benny doesn't really want to, but he does. And then you kind of see these characters kind of fluctuate out of their said roles of being like the really good guy or the really like not so good guy and how they connect. And they're so they're really two good characters. And originally um, in the first season, Steve Buscemi was not going to play God, who is who he plays in season one. It was supposed to be Owen Wilson. So, no kidding.
2: Uh, yeah. Oh wow!
0: Wow!
1: Wow! <laughs> why do we always make fun of him, and why do we always <laughs> use the I, word
2: "wow"? I I don't know. It's,
1: I <laughs> he's actually great in the Loki series. If you guys have not watched he's
2: uh, great Loki in, on Disney, he's great in everything. He
0: really is. I love him. I do really do. I really, love do. I mean, I really do love Owen Wilson. Him. Oh, that's a fun fact. Um, yeah. Kim, who's your number one pick? Guys, I have been waiting to talk about oh, this character oh, for boy. so
1: long. Yeah, here we go. It's technically, I should, you guys, I think fans of this show will be like, Kim, you're supposed, you should mention both these people and I will. Yeah. But when I think of adventure, I think of like, I think of the OG Xena Warrior Princess. Oh. Now, oh. Hell Yeah. Talk about a woman who is up to something new every week, and she's you know <laughs> at her side is Gabrielle, her BFS slash slash lover. We don't really uh, you know they, expl- they kind of explore that a little bit, but I mean, come on, Lucy Lawless is like sheer perfection. Uh, this is a show that I probably was too young to watch, but I, I was about anyway. to say, like, wait yeah. a minute, you're
2: how are you old enough to even know <laughs> Zena? Like
1: I I, <laughs> I was ten when it came out. I was like nine or ten when it came out. So really? I was like, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So okay. <laughs> he's like mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, so if you don't know anything about Xena Warrior Princess, Xena is a Warrior, obviously, as said in the title, and she is on a quest to seek redemption for her past sins because she was a very bad person in her past. But she wants to now help the innocent by using her badass fighting skills to help yeah. bring uh-huh. justice and goodwill to innocent people um who cannot defend themselves so i just love it guys i re some of these episodes this morning <laughs> there is an episode where uh, i shit you not and it's so crazy that this so happened to be the episode that i watched today so at the very beginning of the episode Zena and gabrielle they're walking around this village of course they always enter some new village some new town some new wherever in ancient greece or wherever they are at and Gabrielle says to Zena, and I quote, the way I look at it, life is an adventure to be explored. And without adventure, what's the point? Granted, with you, it gets a bit too adventurous. <laughs> and I was like, damn, damn, Sling TV. You just gave me the literal, like, I just like hit a random episode. And that was the opening quote. And I was like, it. what? We were talking adventure today. So
2: was that a, <sighs> was that a, uh, was that related to the show? Uh, Hercules? Is Kevin Sorbo?
1: Yes. So Xena mm. is a spinoff of yes. Hercules, the legendary adventures. If you guys remember uh, yeah. this show, mm-hmm. which I also watched. <laughs> but funny enough, Xena actually far surpassed uh Hercules. In terms of popularity, it went on to have six seasons, 134 episodes. It ran for like a solid six years. And then NBC tried to do a reboot in 2017, but it never got off the ground, Hmm. uh, which is... (sighs) I have mixed feelings about it because I would love to see a Xena warrior princess reboot. Mm-hmm. But I also want to be the person who does a Xena warrior princess reboot. <laughs> like I want to be the showrunner for that. So Hollywood, if you hear me. Um, call her. Call call hold, me. Your,
2: hold your horses. Yeah. And get. Hold the phone. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> And it pick up wor- the phone.
2: I think it would work. By the you way,
1: absolutely do a reboot, like a gritty reboot. Imagine mm-hmm. like a gritty like I,
2: uh, Guardians the, of the
1: Galaxy vir- oh, I yeah. love that. meets like Game so of Thrones. It. it could absolutely work.
2: It's ripe. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm speaking, uh, I'm telling tales out of school right now when I tell you this. But on the last Ooh. season of, uh, I maybe shouldn't tell you guys this, but I'm going no. to. Who cares? Tell us. Tell cares? us. Yeah. I, I'm going to be a little yeah, vague sure. about it because i Great. in case there's something going on with it it could actually be in development and i don't even know but, <gasps> um uh there was somebody and i won't tell you who but you can okay. do the math um, uh-huh. who directed mm-hmm. an episode of the lasso g this season mm-hmm. who may or who who may or may have not played apollo creed in the rocky movies <gasps> oh and my god And he may or may have not starred in a movie called Action Jackson. Um, I don't, and I assume neither of you have seen this movie, but as a kid growing up in the eighties, I loved, loved, loved this movie. I have not Um, seen
1: it. I've heard of it. Um, And I feel like it is probably one of those where I should probably put on the list
2: now. God. Yeah. You absolutely, you, you have to, you have to put it on the list. It is just gratuitous action (laughs) for anybody knows I'm talking about Carl Weathers (laughs) and, (laughs) and he's, he's the nicest man in the world. And (gasps) I, I, when I met him, I was sort of starstruck and I went up to him and I was like, dude, I, I, I love you and I I <laughs> I watched Are you my daddy? Are you my daddy? Are you my daddy? <laughs> but no, I, I was like Action Jackson was such a big part of my childhood at like sleepovers and stuff and he was like, "Oh, that really means a lot to me." And I was like, Aww. "Why have they never done a sequel or a yeah. like anything?" And he was like And we ended up sitting there talking for like 20 minutes about like ha- Ha- his an idea that he had kind of thrown around um, of having his daughter, not his daughter, but like Action Fictional Jackson's daughter, daughter yeah. play like the reboot. Uh, <gasps> Why not? And, ha- and have Action Jackson come back as a female <gasps> yeah. lead. Yeah. Yes. And, and I was like, dude, this is amazing. Where do I send a check? Yeah.
0: Take I, my money. Take I, my money. It,
2: and he was like, you know, we were talking about like, well, it's you know, it's Warner Brothers and blah blah blah. They kind of own Action Jackson. And I was like, the last OG is Warner Brothers, <laughs> and yeah. I know I'm pro- hopefully like nobody gives a shit that I'm talking about this, but <laughs> but I I the point being is I I love him and I love that movie so much, and I love the idea of when we do reboots, you kind of reframe them, yeah, you know, for today's world. And today's world would love to see an action star of a young, strong female, yeah. a, a young, strong black woman uh-huh. taking over mm-hmm. uh, like that part, I think that would be amazing.
0: Uh, yeah,
1: I'm here for that a thousand times. I've never right? even seen Action Jackson, but you had me at
0: Action and Jackson. Yeah, uh, you had me at Apollo it. Creed. You had yeah. me at yeah, Carl Weathers. You. So I mean, he's just a gem. I mean, I come on it. now. I,
2: I, I may, I may be coming to you guys in a couple of days and being like, you can't, you can't put that in.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: there. That's okay. Act, we'll we can act. edit it out. Sure you just, just tell us. Jackson. Axon, that part Jackson.
1: <laughs> See, none of us can pronounce words anymore. And I, I blame the pandemic, although I was doing this before the pandemic, too. So. Um, guys, I love these picks. I mean, I, I think what a great variety we've got going on here. Because, like, it, 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 I... So, personally, I, mean, I you just talked about nostalgia a bit, Ryan. Yeah. And for me, like, I remember being 9 10, you know, years old, watching Xena Warrior Princess and being like she is so bad ass mm-hmm, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you like even that opening, holy yeah. shit, I get goosebumps. If you guys have not seen the opening <laughs> to Xena Warrior Princess, go google it on on YouTube. No, that's I when like
2: openings to TV shows were like 10 minutes long. They were
1: like yeah. 10 minutes long and, it's and you had to watch them, right? Yeah. Cuz yeah.
0: it wasn't there's was no like streaming where you yeah. could you just know to I mean? skip it. There's
1: a whole narrator. It's so good. It's, it's so a, good. There's a whole backstory. You learn everything about her and what she's up to. There's like action. It's got everything. Yes. And then the fact that it's not just Xena, and this is where I mentioned earlier that, you know, it's kind of a two for one, like Michelle's, but like her friend Gabrielle, you know, just some background, it's not a spoiler by any means, but they meet in the pilot episode because she's like this small town farm girl and she wants an adventure. So they just so happen to like, you know, cross paths and Gabrielle goes on this adventure with Zena. So I would say both of them are the ultimate adventurers mm-hmm. um, and watching this like female empowerment. There is this one um, part <laughs> in this episode that I watched today where this guy like approaches Xena at this bar and he's got like oh, a boy. bag of gold, but not for those purposes. Uh, this is actually very funny. The entire sequence leading up to this bar is just Xena punching out guys like left <laughs> and right that are like trying to like hit on her or attack her, and Gabrielle's like la 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 la, like just like walking around, like not noticing that <laughs> Zena's like kicking all these guys' asses behind her back. It's very funny. And then they finally sit down at this table. This guy approaches because he he, you know, Zena is procedural, so um, every episode is a new adventure. And yeah, they kind of like you know, there's like some recurring characters and some recurring themes, mm-hmm. um, but there's a new adventure every week. And this guy. Up And, you know, clearly we know this guy from the uh, cold open of the show mm-hmm. uh, because something happened to him. His wife got abducted, blah, blah, blah. So you're sympathetic with him. You're like, oh, he's approaching Xena because he wants, you know, he wants her to like find his wife or whatever. He approaches, and he's like, may I sit down? And she's like, no. And I'm just like, this is the energy that I want in my life. Bring that energy. I want no. warrior princess energy for life. You, you <laughs> like- may
2: not sit down. <laughs>
1: Lawless is like perfect in this role. Like you cannot, like just like Harrison Ford for Indiana Jones, you just cannot replace her. Who's filming?
2: By the way, he's filming uh, the fifth one right now.
0: Oh, I don't know know about this. What is this? It's got a Phoebe Waller Bridge in it, doesn't it? (gasps) Yes, it does. Mm -hmm.
2: Yes, it does. What is this about?
0: What is the fifth one?
2: No spoilers, but (laughs) I think it takes place twelve years after kingdom of the crystal skull, crystal skull. which <gasps> we don't even need oh, to talk about
1: no <laughs> oh okay got you now i'm on, back on board okay yeah. yes i hear you oh interesting yeah wasn't there some news about this happening recently didn't something yeah. happen on it, set
2: or my I, I maybe, maybe I- a hundred people got COVID.
1: <laughs> Harrison uh, flew his uh, plane onto set yeah. and killed a bunch of people. <laughs> apparently, that's a thing. Apparently, he is very much into flying mm-hmm. his own yeah. private plane, mm-hmm. but he's apparently terrible at it.
0: <laughs> yeah, he hasn't he crashed oh, it not like, <laughs> uh, like once or but maybe he like has twice? Had multiple incidents. Didn't he have I a bet. movie
2: where he did that? There wasn't there something with uh, Air Linden Force G-
1: One? A- <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, that. But he also had. Uh, Where he, it was with what's her name, Um, Ellen's Ellen's wife. uh, Oh,
0: oh, oh, Portia.
2: It was like something about being on an island, like thirty days on. Uh, I, I, can't, no, I, I, God, I only I'm know
0: out. Air
1: Force One.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish that was all Get you knew. You didn't, you didn't know about Star Wars or Indiana Jones. You only <laughs> you knew. You only
1: knew Air about Force Air Force, Force. That's One. That's the only Harrison Ford yep. I know. It's actually not. Um, <laughs> it's actually very inaccurate. Um, but yeah, like, adventures, I think also, too, um, going back to, like, we were talking about this earlier, about, like, the elements of, like, Danger, spontaneity, uh, bringing water with you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I just think that there's so much. I don't know. I I, I think adventure characters are just so ripe for cool stuff. And it Mm -hmm. made me think recently seen a good adventure movie in a while
2: it's been a little hmm. while i i honestly think one of the best ones in the last i mean marvel's done a good job with superheroes and i think mm-hmm. guardians right. of the galaxy was probably like oh great yeah I mean, fantastic it had had elements of that but it still was you know based off a comic and um i wish somebody would just come up with because the best part about indiana jones is he's sort of an underdog the whole time mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. that's one of probably the the best elements in my mind if you're gonna watch somebody succeed you want to be like how are they gonna do this how is bruce willis and diehard gonna like <laughs> get through this that's a great adventure yeah. albeit you know sort of modern and done in one day but yeah uh i nobody wants like i i don't get i'll get flack and shit for this but like hmm. i could i don't care about superman
0: I, me neither
2: because he's yeah he's gonna i know he's gonna be fine in the long run and if he's not fine he doesn't really have a family or anything that i care about so <laughs> oh, wow yeah,
0: wow. yeah what a i know what a it's, wow what a Brian. ryan i know that's all right, that's all right. so mean
2: nice.
1: <laughs> he has no family that's what you said yeah he
2: has- he, he doesn't have any family that's alive right? <laughs> I know it's sad. Wow. It's sad, but I do I do believe but that But
0: you're right. He does Superman doesn't need anything from us. He's fine. He should be fine.
2: 6 days, 7 nights. I found it. 6 <laughs> days, 7 nights. <laughs> he plays Quinn Harris. Quinn Harris. He uh, uh sorry. Uh, and with with Anne, With, Anne Hesh, with Anne <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
0: wrong. Oh, that was Yeah, that was yes. That was before that was previous. before yeah. Porsche. Yeah, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like,
2: you know, sorry, I had to let it out.
1: <laughs> mm, that, uh, I love it. You're like,
0: six days, seven nights. Is six uh, days,
2: seven nights. I was like, whoa, hold up. What are we talking horrible, about here? Horrible, horrible film, horrible film.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of Superman having no family, maybe that goes back to what we were saying that if you're on an adventure, like Ryan, you're in this adventure group. Yeah. You want to be with people that, you like being around and that are supportive of you during an adventure.
2: So for sure,
0: that's a big thing.
2: That's a huge thing. I also think like alongside that you want the people you're on the adventure with to be supportive or be enemies of, I think that's what adds to the stakes of the whole adventure. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you also add, what in my mind adds stakes is if you have something you could lose, like a family at home, a job mm. a, you know, a career. <laughs> if, you, mm. if you go skydiving and you break both legs, but you're a Olympic sprinter, you're in trouble. That, I mean that would be a horrible adventure for a sprinter <laughs> in the Olympics. But uh, like stakes are so important in a adventure for an audience to care about otherwise Mm -hmm. like, and that's what I I think we, they set you up so beautifully in um, all the Indiana Jones to be like, Oh, I care about this guy.
1: Yeah. He's Mm -hmm. he's
2: just a small town guy. He has a job. He teaches these kids with the, that most of them are like secretly in love with him. And they're like, Probably are
0: you my daddy? Oh, are yeah, because there's there not there a gal that she has, yeah, like, I love you or something? I love on you, her, I, yeah, I have written on her eyelids when she blinks.
2: I that love you. That is the
0: craziest thing ever, by
1: the way. Someone writing, I love you on their eyelids that yeah. is bonkers.
2: And by the way, he doesn't seem to react to that at all. There's no, no. like, I need to talk to you after class. He's just <laughs> sort of like, All right, you know what? I That's get-
0: normal. I get um, it. <laughs> That's perfect. That's why we love his character so much.
2: Well, you love him. You love him. You You do love him.
1: him. Oh, God. Yeah, I want to rewatch these movies now because I remember, uh, you know, I'm never going to get all the titles right, but the one with him and Sean Connery, I am crying laughing with those two together. Oh, my God.
0: When they're stuck, they're on the chairs and the fire starts and they're trying to get out of- (laughs) Those two together
2: You know who? lightning in a bottle. I don't know if you'll know this- for, uh, reference, but I believe that who wrote all the uh, uncredited, but wrote the dialogue between uh, Harrison Ford and Sean Connery, uh, Stom, uh, Tom Stoppard. That sounds familiar. Who's that? A playwright, a famous playwright. Oh, um,
1: yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: but that to me was like, oh, wow, so odd that he would come in and just be like, I'll take care of that. I'll take care of the dialogue between these two (laughs) fellas. But if you listen, if you do go back and watch The Last Crusade and listen to that dialogue, it does have a really, it is almost like there's something different to it. It almost feels like you're, you're watching very specific, dialogue that could be in a play or something
1: that is so scenes. fascinating yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna watch with like a like a yeah. keen eye this time because like I, I i just remember i and honestly i don't even think i saw the last crusade until maybe a few years ago yeah it was the first time i watched it and i was like damn this is so funny like the right? two of them together are, hilarious. are really funny yeah. really funny yeah and like unexpectedly too like don't get me wrong i think harrison ford's great with comedic delivery but but to see Sean Connery in that position, yeah, wow, I was and blown away. It. Mm-hmm. No,
2: it was it was that that's a really fun movie, really fun oh, movie. And so I good. would, and, and not that you're asking, I would rate it <laughs> number three out of the series.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and number is number one. Number one.
2: I loved Raiders. Ori- yeah, the original yeah. Raiders. So good. Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom is number two. I mean, I (laughs) I, kind of go in order. And Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, I'm like.
0: Which I don't think I've seen, uh, actually. I don't think I've seen the fourth one. I mean, it's fine. I don't think I need to, do I? No, No, Mm -mm. don't think think so. so.
2: You know what else is great at the beginning of uh, The Last Crusade is they do a flashback to where you see. Indiana Jones get his fedora for the first time. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's like watching grave robbers and like chasing grave robbers as like a young boy scout. And he ends up like grabbing the artifact and returning it to the the town sheriff. And the town sheriff actually has is in cahoots with the grave robbers. Uh, I know. And the mm-hmm. gra- and the grave robber kind of looks at Young Indiana Jones, who's played by the wonderful River Phoenix, uh, yeah. um, and sort of looks at him and is like, gives him a nod of approval, like, you're going to be something cool someday, and <gasps> gives him his fedora. Like, yes, that's such a good him, moment. And yeah. I'm like, oh, what a cool thing to see the origin of why somebody wears a fedora on all these mm-hmm. adventures and why he holds it so. Like he chases it. Like he has to grab it under the door that's closing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually. You're going to
1: lose your hand, bro. It doesn't matter. I need it. Yeah.
2: Those those little,
1: (laughs) little details.
2: No, I love that. I love those little origin stories. Yes. I love
1: like a little background to a thing. Oh my God. So I have a favorite, like uh, origin moment in a movie, which you guys are going to laugh. X-Men. The original X Men movie, that cold open where you learn Magneto uh, about his past and how he his family was in the concentration camps. Oh yeah! Mm -hmm. Oh my god! Like I think it is so beautifully done, and like introduces his character so ah, it's so heartbreaking.
2: No, I love that. It makes you care about the it really does. It sounds so easy to do like to make an audience care about characters, but it's actually, it's hard to do so eloquently as they did in a movie like that, where you go like, oh, I'm instantly on his side, even though I shouldn't necessarily. Right. be mm-hmm. I should like, mm-hmm. it, it gives conflict to like, who do you who do you you for, for. Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. I love it, love it, love it. Me and Michelle talk about nuances with good versus bad all yeah. the time. We yeah. love what it. What is
2: good? What is bad?
1: We don't know. but. What we do know is that we need to take a quick break yes. and uh, then we're going to come back and do some honorable mentions and then say bye-bye. Love it. When we
2: come back. <laughs> Hey, it's Rebecca Lieb. And I'm Jason Horton. And we are Ghost Town, a show about weird
1: history, hauntings, unexplained events, true crime, and all kinds of bizarre phenomenon the world over.
2: From unsolved murders to haunted manners. Satanic panic to internet mysteries. Buy a ticket to our abandoned amusement park. A VIP ghost pass to our haunted club? No. Bottle service. We have new episodes of Ghost Town every Wednesday and Friday, and you can find Ghost Town wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Welcome back to Crush Fictionally favorite adventurers, I think we'll just get right into our honorable mentions of favorite fictional adventurers. Mm. Ryan, you might have somebody on your honorable mention list, perhaps?
2: Gosh, I do. I'm <laughs> to, I mean, I think I mentioned them before, but Bruce, That's Willis, okay. Bruce Willis and Die Hard. Um,
1: Which Die Hard? All the Die Hards? What's your favorite Die Hard? There's a billion of them
2: uh Nishima? there's not a billion
0: <laughs> okay one million
2: there's a million uh, did
0: a christmas movie?
2: original diehard <laughs> uh when people ask me if it's a christmas movie i'm like who cares it's awesome <laughs> i know why is this such a debate uh, people are like it's not i watched the grinch that's it <laughs> i'm like uh all right man um uh Michael Douglas in Romancing the Stone.
0: Oh, <gasps> that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh
2: yeah, I think that is a undervalued movie of the late 80s, I think. Mid mid to late 80s, but mm-hmm. real fun, real fun. Uh co-starring with who was his who was his Ooh. girlfriend?
1: Um oh, damn it. Oops. I oh, sound I can- like a
2: real Piece of garbage right now. That's she, exactly what I was she, thinking. Because she's so wonderful in it. And I can't, I'm drawing up, I'm having the, I'm oh, having
1: I, I'm a brain Totally. Fart. Yeah, no.
2: Um, and Danny DeVito. Of course, I remember the other white guy.
1: <laughs> I mean, how can you forget Danny DeVito?
2: Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but no, that movie, have you seen that movie lately? Does no, it, not lately. does not hold up. Mm. Oh, it's 1984, uh, and it, it's it's all right. It doesn't hold up like Indiana Jones. Kathleen Turner.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. How can mm-hmm. I forget Kathleen Turner, the <laughs> legend? Um, but yeah, Michael Douglas in that movie is sort of, I felt like he was sort of a weird... Um, uh oh, um, uh, you know it was done three years after the first Indiana Jones, and I felt like somebody was like, "Yeah, just play it more like Indiana Jones." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he Probably. sort of, he sort of did, but he did a great job with it. He had his own like little flair to it, and I thought he did a great job.
0: Oh, I love those picks, Michelle. Who do you got? <laughs> oh, um, I've got Fezzik. Played by Andre the Giant in uh, the Princess Bride, Uh, I love (sighs) me some Andre the Giant.
2: Anybody want to (laughs) pee (laughs) in it?
0: He's so great (laughs) in it.
2: So awesome.
0: And that's one of my favorite movies. I think that they're showing it soon if they haven't already. um, At this, the San Francisco Symphony plays movies (gasps) and then they score it. Yeah, they're doing that with the Princess Bride, and I have seen them do that with Indiana Jones, and it was fantastic oh with God. Indiana Jones just with the score and the theme music, oh, incredible
2: amazing. Um,
0: mm. I also will give a shout out to Alexandra played by Geraldine Vishna Wanathan and uh, Maggie played by Lolly um, Adifope who um, are also in Miracle Workers. Mm. They're in the first and second season. So the first season is if Heaven was a company and Steve Buscemi is playing God and he's the CEO, and um, these two gals play kind of like angels who where they work for God. So the first season is fantastic. You can find that on HBO Max. And the second season is also there, which is set in... Uh, the Dark Ages, and these two ladies are so amazing. The whole cast, pretty much, I think, between all the seasons, it's colorblind. So I yeah, do love that, and um, they take on a lot. Kim saw this. We say so you said you watched the second season. They take on a lot of like modern issues. They do in the context of the very specific theme of the season, <laughs> and all Ages. the seasons are different. Yeah. So you can I watch Oricon Trail, the third season. Um, uh, not in any order. So the, these two ladies make me laugh and they're so great. And they're tackling some very cool, like modern feminist issues. And then of course I have Carl and Russell from the movie up because <gasps> they're on an adventure together yes, and they're cute a little thing. unexpected duo.
2: That's very good. That's such a
0: good one. Oh, the
1: adventure badge, right? Isn't
0: that what yeah. he gets at the end? of the- oh.
1: It's
2: my favorite Pixar movie. Love oh. it. well, Love it. One of my picks is
1: actually a Pixar movie too. Ooh. I only just watched this movie recently, Onward. Oh, mm. I mm. really loved Onward. And I think I think it was an underdog for Pixar. Yeah. I don't think it got the notoriety that some of the other films uh, got, but it mm-hmm. stars um, Chris Pratt and Tom Holland, mm-hmm. who play Ian and Barley. And they are two brothers. And, um, you know, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but the background is that the their their dad died when they were pretty young and um uh it the some uh, the one of the boys uh played by tom holland ian he gets a gift on his birthday that essentially is a um a spell so we're uh, so it's set in this world Where it's a fantasy world, but spells and magic are no longer a thing and have been actually driven out by science, um, which is very funny. Hmm. The world, I think, is like such a great, I don't know, interesting, cool. I mean, I would have never thought of doing something like that. So I think it's really fun. But the Tom Holland's character gets a spell and the spell can bring back a person from the dead for one day. And anyway, mm. things go awry. They go on an adventure all to be able to see their dad again. And, uh-huh. oh, my God, mm. I was weeping. It's I think it's so great. I love the characters. And they certainly go on an adventure. So I highly recommend Onward. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs>
2: This I one, love that.
1: Guys, watch it. It's really good. So good. It's really, really good. And it's just to I don't know. I love all Pixar films. So here we are. But um, <laughs> so also, too, you know what popped into my mind? Rugrats. Now, <laughs> Rugrats were always on an adventure. Come on now. Like these toddlers slash babies were like always up to something. It was so cute. I love that show. So the whole rug, Rugrats crew gets my... um my uh, honorable mention this week. And then of course, I know I already mentioned this show, but guys, Hercules, that was a good show, mm, man. Yeah. Yeah. Serbo had it going on. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, Tennis coach.
1: Are you my daddy? Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's just going to be the free.
2: Hashtag that. are you my daddy?
0: That's how I hope you know, we're going to tag you. Is that on Good. Instagram.
2: Please do. Please do. I'll be like, I'll be retweeting <laughs> all over the place. <laughs>
1: Uh, but those are my honorable mentions this week. And I know there's like a million adventure characters out there, but um, these are the ones that really have, I think, stood out in my mind. But
0: Ryan. I love it. Oh, what a doll you are, Ryan.
2: I've enjoyed this very, very, very much. It makes me want to go adventure. And don't think that I didn't at some point in my childhood build my own whip. and <laughs> <laughs> And have a swing rope and like bring out my boombox and play the soundtrack to Indiana Jones. Yeah, actor in the making. Now, <laughs> yeah. You
0: You must have dressed up as him for Halloween. Absolutely. As a kid. Absolutely. I,
2: yeah. I love that. And I Hans, love that. And Han Solo for sure.
0: Oh, I'm yeah. too yeah. classic. Are
2: you kidding me? Yeah. I mean. I probably have pictures. That's what I should send you guys.
0: <gasps> yes, please <laughs> yes, do. Please do. Yeah. Please oh my do. God. We all the fun. pictures. Throw them
2: all over. Let Instagram. me see if I can find one. I'll see you uh, in five months. I can't be great. wait.
1: Oh, I can't wait for that, um, Ryan. We've had the best time with you. Obviously, you're like, um, you know, big time Hollywood. But like, yeah. how can, <laughs> how can people follow you and your work? Find you?
2: Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at r y g a u l or Rygal. Uh Ryan F. Gall, just to confuse things on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, that's 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 really the two two ways you can follow me. Perfect. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Thanks for doing this. No, it was an absolute pleasure. And I hope to be back tomorrow with you guys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> tomorrow. Same time. Same yeah. time tomorrow. Same time
2: tomorrow. Let's do it again. <laughs> All right. So next time
0: you text Tiffany Hatters that you love her, let us let her know that we
2: love her also. I you know what? I really will.
1: And can you just put me on a text string with Tracy Morgan? Thank yeah. you. Appreciate it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He'll react great to that.
0: I'm sure that will go down real well. He
2: reacts great to my text. So let's see how he reacts to a text chain. With a strange
1: woman. Um, yes. Great. Thank you uh, again, and Ryan.
2: Thank yeah. you guys so much. We'll talk to you soon.
0: In between episodes, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Crush Fictionally. And feel free to slide into those DMs. Or tell us about your
1: favorite fictional crush when you leave us a review on Apple Podcast, and we'll read your crush
0: out loud on the next episode. You've been listening to Crush Fictionally with original music by the talented Edith Mudge, artwork by the incredible Rose Feddock, and produced by the amazing Peter Burns. Thanks for listening. I'm Michelle Verray, And I'm Kimberly Trung. And remember to love yourself because your love is real.